This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. We will have part two of our road trip as we try. You, you, Douglas, think. and I are going to take a trip to Houston and bring Jonathan Gannon there and leave him there. Hmm. And it's a kind of awkward hour because the guy who uh, plays for him uh, is Brandon Graham. Yep. And he is on right now and is the Brandon Graham call-in sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable, never looks so good. Brandon Graham's here. Congratulations, Brandon. Hey, good morning, man. Ford- I appreciate you. You are on a 14-win team. What does that feel like? Man, it feels great, man, um, to be able to finish the season off uh, the way we did. I mean, you know, uh, to get to get the first round by, um, to get to get guys back, man. I mean, after 14 wins, uh, you know, I'm just feeling good, man. I'm just feeling like, you know, the sky's the limit for us. We just got to make sure we just go. We just got to make sure we put that work in. Brandon, uh, on a personal level, having gone through the injury that you had the previous year, being 34 years old, did you exceed your own expectations this season? You know what? I did, honestly. You know, uh, I just wanted to come back and, 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 and play good uh, for the team. And, man, it definitely uh, exceeded everything. And then, you know, all the different things that came with it, with the man of the year stuff, that, that caught me by surprise. Uh, just, you know, the fans and, you know, the love that I've been getting this year, you know, it's just – it's just been, man, such a moment for me that I'm just trying to enjoy uh, while it's here because, man, they time has flown because it's been so fun this year. You know what else? You For a, law, a long part of this year, Brendan, you got fewer snaps than you had in previous season. But after the Josh Sweat injury, you got more snaps and proved you could still play at a high level with more snaps. How were you able to do that at your age? What is the secret to this? You know what, uh, just talking to the older guys when I was younger, just making sure you got a regimen to take care of your body because uh, if you feel good, you're going to play good. And so I think uh, knowing what I know now and, and, you know, adding that to my game on top of, you know, my body feeling right so I can do those things, man, it's just it's just taking care of yourself. Uh, and, and and that comes with eating right. That comes from getting massages, all kind of different things that you uh, know that your body need uh, to make sure that you can practice, and then it always translates to the game. But yeah, man, it's it's, it's been you know a, a blessing for sure. You know, because uh, that's number one. And for me, man, I'm doing all I can control, and that's taking care of the body as, as best I can. Hey, Brendan, um, we know how much you love playing football. I don't know anybody who ever loved playing it more than you do. If the Eagles won the Super Bowl again this year. Would you be more inclined to retire on top? Would that have any effect on your decision on whether to keep playing? 
Man, it's funny you saying all that, man. Wifey asked me the same question. And you know what? Let's let's win it first, then I'll talk to you. <laughs> How about this? I'm thinking the same way your wife is. That's very nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's cool, though, man, because yeah. uh, you done no matter what after this year. You ain't even want to talk to me about it. <laughs> so I know you done. I know you through. Because I was going to say, man, let's, let's, let's run it back, man, if uh, we win it, if we win it all. All right, that, that's a fair answer. All right, let's talk about what's going on right now with the team, Brandon. I think it's – you would probably agree you're not playing the absolute best football you've played this year. Is that a concern to you? It's not. Um, for me, I know I know what's up. Uh, we, we didn't have a lot of guys that we that we had that we was playing at a high level with all year. Uh, and, you know, we lost some guys. But I was happy for some of the – younger guys to step in and get some experience because that experience is definitely going to carry us. Uh, uh, it's going to take us a long way, you know, especially down the line, even for, you know, a couple years to come uh, for them guys to get that experience. So I'm not worried at all. As long as we come ready when uh, when that week come on who we know to play, I mean, man, I know uh, I'm going to put my money down on my team because uh, the way our focus is, the way Nick, uh, demands are, uh, you know, focus in the little things, man. I'm telling you, it's it's being led by Nick. Nick is is really is a really great coach, and uh, we got a great coaching staff, man. Upstairs has been taking care of business for us, and all they ask us, all they ask us to do is just make sure we just keep working uh, on those things that you know that could get us beat. And so, man, I'm not worried. We got Jalen back. We're gonna have Lane. We're gonna have uh, all the guys. CD got his experience from being back. I mean, not being there for a minute, he felt good being out there. And uh, hopefully Avante is uh, added to the crew, man, and then bam. You know, we're going to be full strength and ready to go. I, I got to tell you, think Avante will be back? That would be I'm awesome. Just, you know, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, yeah. like, who knows? We got two weeks. Uh, and I right. know uh, he told me he was getting out that boot. So that's that was a great sign, um, knowing about that turf toe a little bit. And mine was on a mild scale. You know, uh, I want to see how he's feeling uh, when I get when I get back. Uh, I'm probably see him this week because I'm gonna go up because we go up there uh, and then we'll see we'll go from there. But even if we don't get him this one, you know it'll be nice to get him. Um, you know after after you know we, we we take care of business. Well, you you said something on your show last night that amazed me. You said that you you liked the way it worked out that the last game was meaningful because it got people all your starters to get back on the field playing a game that mattered. You think it's important rather than set up, sit down for like a month without a big game. You think it was better the way it played out. Oh yeah, I love that man. You get, you got to keep that edge. You got to keep that that uh, that edge. And I think if we would have clinched in in um, in uh, Dallas, you know everybody. I mean, I just feel like our focus needs to just stay on on the season. Like even now, we get a little break for the weekend. It's like you know if you got to go home, you know just to see your people go ahead go home, but. You know, nobody should be on a beach nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Because we ain't did nothing. We ain't did nothing yet. Like, you know, when we when you get on the beach, that's when we done. You know, and done with everything. And I mean parade included. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm uh, for me, I just love our focus as a team right now, man. It's just uh, making sure that we taking care of each other and uh, making sure that uh, no, no distractions. We just got to stay focused at the task at hand, and that's winning that ring. Hey Brandon, what? How will you spend this bye week? What will you do during this week? Um, I'm a well. We work. We we work till Friday anyway, so that's cool. That's what's that's what's up with, with Nick. You know, he he kind of cut us, uh, like cut into the the weekend part of us. You know, getting away, 
just for that that that, that uh, I'm sure for that meaning of uh, just trying to stay focused and you know trying not to have too much idle time, but giving us good time to rest. Uh, we gonna make sure to just we just keep it going, man, because we got such a rhythm uh, that we that we're in right now. Uh, yeah, you know the first game back, you know last game, people didn't like how you know we let them we 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 hung in there, but that's just that's the league, man. It's that's NFC's opponent. I mean, they know us. It's just it's just something different when you play them division games, man. It's just it's always uh, one of those tight, close ones. It's never like just you know you always never just pull away from uh, those type of teams. So I'm not worried at all about us. I know that Jalen. It was good to see him back in there and good to see him comfortable. Uh, and I, I know when we put a real game plan in uh, to play, who we gonna play? You know, we gonna give ourselves the best shot to go out there and win. Hey, right, listen, we're all going to be watching the playoff football, even though you guys are not in it next weekend. Uh, give us a rooting guide. Who are you going to be rooting for? Because you get to root for who your opponent's going to be. Tell us who you would have a preference to come to the link to play in the division round. Hey, you know what? We're going to be ready for whoever. It don't even matter, man. You know, we're just going to make sure that we, we make it about us. It ain't about them, you know. But I am going to watch to see who won us because the Giants know if they win – uh, they they see us again because obviously they coach uh, said they gonna see us again in a couple weeks. That's what that's what he said. Uh, I guess uh, one of the coaches, and so uh, I guess that's that's the plan from from them, you know. But um, you never know how this how these playoffs go. We just gonna be ready for whoever whoever shows up. I could see my co-host here, Brandon Al Morganti. Mm-hmm. He said that he would like you to face Tom Brady again and to strip the ball again. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't mind that, right? You wouldn't mind getting one more shot at Brady? No? Hey, I would would love to, you know, say what's up to him. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) One more time, right, Brandon? (laughs) (laughs) That would be cool. But, you know, um, we don't know who we're going to play. But I'm I'm excited, man, just to be in the postseason because I'll never take that for granted. You know, in my career, I've only been there what, three or four times uh, out of my career, and the one time we went all the way with it. So uh, I'm just trying to make it make it two. Two times we go all the way with it. Brandon, you let a lot of people in this city root harder for the Eagles because they're rooting so hard for you. You're awesome and, and nothing but success in the playoffs. As always, thank you, Brandon. Appreciate it. No. All right, that's uh, Brandon Graham. But here's the thing, Al. Uh, so Merrill Reese is coming out at 9 o'clock. He did a, a Q&A. Yes. Merrill Reese has done Eagle games for 50 years. Yeah, yeah. He said, he said he didn't want to single one person out. They asked, who was like the most impressive guy, the most likable guy in all these years? Yeah. And he pointed out Brandon Graham. Oh, how could it not? He yeah. said, I've never met a, a, a nicer person or a guy more committed to the team mm-hmm. and the community than Brandon Graham. He really is as great a representative of, of a sports team as we've ever had. Oh, and And one of the reasons I'd love to see it, and that, Al, how great would it be if he stripped Brady again? Oh. And then Brady Brady gets mad and he doesn't even offer his hand at the end of the loss. <laughs> he does not even congratulate the other team. That would be pure. Let's end the way we got to that big game. That would be spectacular. All right, we are now ready. And despite the fact that Brandon Graham likes his coach, yeah. I don't. And that is uh, Gannon. And me and you, we're now walking into the strip club. Oh, See, you stopped in the parking lot with you, Douglas. It's 20 hours. Look, it's 20 hours from Philadelphia to Houston. Right. You, Douglas, and I have agreed to do a, a carpool. We're going to Houston. 
But along the way, Douglas knows where the strip clubs are. Hard to believe. All right. So we are now going in to see if we can make it rain. $5 cover? Forget that. I'll just watch from right here. Come on, Angelo. You're a cheapskate. I got you covered, man. Oh, she's really pressing up on that customer. That's what tight man to man looks like. I'll take a picture of this for Gannon. <laughs> hey, dog. Whoa. Her breasts are bigger than my TV. She is way out of your league. Sure, she's hot, but can she hang drywall like sweetie? How come nobody is putting dollars in my underpants? I'll dance. Where'd Angelo go? Ah, I see him. Over there haggling the dancer to trying to get a discount on a lap dance. Five dollars more than any other club on the coast. Let me get you out of here before you get both of our asses kicked. She tried to grab my roll of quarters. How we doing, everybody? Jonathan, I see you like your seat about the same way you like your defense. Real loose. You know what? I don't want to say you drive slow, Angelo, but even Southwest Airlines would have gotten us there by now. You need to start a little bit faster. Oh, it's Coach Sirianni. Hi, Nick. Yeah, yeah. We just had a meeting, right? Uh, we meet hard. We practice hard. Hell, we, we woke up hard. How was the strip club? It was disappointing. Come on, man. Crack a window. Somebody bust their ass. Yeah, that stinks worse than Gannon's game plan. Who invited Josie? Oh, there's a nice church. Why don't we throw up a quick prayer, like third and 30? Come on, man. Damn. Houston thinks they had a problem before. Wait till they get a load of you. I can't believe Houston even wants you, Gannon. I guess they don't get the Eagles games on TV down here. Yo, what's that banging? Oh, that's Shane Steichen in the trunk. I told him he can't come out until he agrees to run the ball. There it is, Angelo. Downtown Houston. Three miles. Close enough. Get out, Gannon. Good riddance. They say everything's bigger in Texas. They'll never get a bigger loser than you. It lost. Oh, jeez. Hmm. Oh, God. You, you approved that, Al? I didn't see it. Roll of course. Ne- it was never approved by anyone? No. Oh, I my know, God. Approved. No. For tickets to- <laughs> I haven't approved of anything. You haven't? For 30 years. Right, really? Because <laughs> I don't see how that that roll of quarters. I know. I don't quite understand. For all well, he had of Joe's shows, including one coming up next Thursday <sighs> at Parks Casino. you got to go to JoeCocker.com for details. Let me go to Gary in Whitehall next. Hi, Gary. Hey, morning, Ed. How you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing all right, but uh, we, I'm going to take that road trip with you, but we're going to we're gonna have to get a bigger vehicle because... Uh, we're gonna drop. We're gonna drop Shane off in Indianapolis on our way to Houston. Well, How's that that? that would be fine. Whatever, Gary. I don't want either one of these guys. Although I will say the breakout star of that bit was Mister U Douglas. In fact, <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping that Denzel Washington Al or Steven Spielberg was listening, mm-hmm. and they'll put him in a movie soon. Uh, you know, all these coordinators are they are a. Um, Mm, he's on uh, the right, just went underwater. Gary, something just happened. Did you just end up in the lake? Yeah, this is the problem I have when I listen to these bits. Mm-hmm. I start doing myself. <laughs> I yeah. am now doing the voice. Have you, in the now, bit. have you had a lawyer talk to them about retiring your voice and when you retire? I tried that a year ago. Well, it worked. And you the can... minute I tried it, he started putting me in every yes. bit. Making me sound like a moron. What about when you leave? Do you have rights to your own voice? No, I don't, but uh, I don't have any control. Have I ever had any control over him? No, No, he just gave me the thing to approve. (laughs) (laughs) That's great.
Just now. It's already <laughs> appeared on the air. But, just, that man is a loose cannon. Just to let you know, we had a you know new morning show meeting yesterday. You know, okay. with everybody, you yeah. know, Joe and John and and Seltzer, and they were discussing Conklin, and they're going on, and Wechter and I was yesterday. I go, you do know he's not coachable at all. Not one bit. <laughs> that alone will be charming for me to that watch was... from afar. Two one five five nine two. Let me just see if Gary's okay now. He sounded like he was underwater there for a second. Gary, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, much better. What did you want to say, Gary? Yeah, they're, uh, the two coordinators, they're the direct, direct results of the players. And who who puts that roster together? Yep, I agree. Howie Roseman saved them. But, Gary, I would that. like them both to leave. Wouldn't you like them to leave? Yes, but who's going to take them? Oh, no, no, no. They're, oh, no, they're in demand. They're in demand. Uh, Steichen's got three interviews. Uh, are, are, they, are other teams smoking crack or what? I don't know. I, I, I Steichen already. Steichen's makes sense, and he he you know was with Justin Herbert. Jalen Hurts has made a remarkable jump. He's had a couple of hiccups this year, <laughs> but I think for the most part he's been pretty good. I, I but hope, he, but he's a result of the talent. Well, well that's every, what I co- think. Every but, coach is. Yeah, every coordinator is to some degree. <laughs> Gary, give me somebody who is great after thirty. Well, I have two, just in case uh, nobody took Tom Brady. Somebody nope, took Brady already. Take Brady. Okay, how about Albert Pujols? Albert right. Pujols Ooh. is a great one. Yeah, that was crazy the way he had that final flurry out, leading to speculation. Yeah, it's tough now without two. steroids for old guys. Yeah, but all of a sudden he could hit homers again. Hmm. Curious. <laughs> 215-592-9494. When we return, I got to say it out. I'm going to change a nickname. Big play slay mm-hmm. has become no play slay. Oh, boy. What's going All right, 823. What I attempt to do on a daily basis on this show with Wednesdays off is mm-hmm. to provide for you something you may have been thinking and then it left your brain when you were watching an Eagles game. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment in the game on Sunday where Darius Slay, late in the game, one of those long drives at the end of the game, where Darius Slay jumped a route because mm-hmm. he had a per- – Davis Webb was the quarterback. Yes. Mm-hmm. Davis Webb, Al, prior to Sunday, had never thrown a pass in the NFL. Yeah. If ever a big play Slay was going to get one, it was there. He jumped the route, had the perfect angle on the ball, raised his hands mm-hmm. – and it was like they were goalposts. It went right through his hands. <laughs> right through his hands and then to the receiver for a big completion. And at that moment, it occurred to me that big play slay has become no play slay. Hmm. Let's go back to September when he was performing at a high level. And remember how he asked us, for his respect. I mean, I got a lot of respect, but you know how, how it always go, man. The older you get, they think you're falling off, but I ain't one of them guys, man. I'm still at an elite level. Uh, I deserve a lot of respect in this league. I, I think the league respect me enough. It just be the media. Oh, the media doesn't respect them. Let me take a wild guess as to why that is currently. The last time Big Play Slack intercepted a ball was two weeks before Halloween. Jeez. October 16th, Al. Big play slay. (laughs) 
He got three <laughs> picks in the first five games at Johnson. How many after that? Uh, none. Zero. He and Rhea Hughes tied for zero interceptions in the final 11 games. Mm. I'm working on it. Working hard Rhea, every day. I mean, you want respect. Don't you have to make a play once in a while? Yes. What is That's he been, doing? It's been their biggest problem. I mean, they haven't got... I mean, it was when uh, when Chauncey went out. When Chauncey Gardner went out, they stopped, you know, forcing turnovers. All right. So explain to me how. Like, Jonathan Gannon is going to go for all these interviews yes. now. And they're going to go... Gee, you gave up a lot of passing yards this year. What happened with big play Slay? Because I think part of it is the system he's in. I think Slay is better man-to-man, and they kept having him in zones. Remember the long, the third and 30, where he got burned, and he ended up pointing the finger right at Josiah Scott? He was actually right about that. Scott... Scott had deep coverage and he wasn't there. It's been the biggest complaint. Like every, you know, last year the complaint was, yeah, they weren't getting enough sacks, right? So this year, every kid's going, oh, he wants them to be more aggressive. No, the what the defensive line is doing is fine. The problem is the back end of the defense. They're just so soft, and every play, especially when you're at the game and you can see how the entire defense is lined up, then you watch the other team and they're right up on the Eagles' wide receivers. Every do you play. think Johnson? Do you think? That uh, big play Slay has been humbled somewhat <laughs> by the fact that he was outdueled by Davis Webb no, on Sunday. Not in the least. He think he's still thinking big. He laughed it off. When what he did got he beat. do? What did he do after October 16th? I get confused with this a lot because he's always getting the best receiver on every team. However, you are paid this amount of money to be more than just that. You need to come down with interceptions. Johnson, I don't think they assigned him to the best receiver on every team. They played primarily zone. Right. And you saw Dak Prescott, 24 for 24 against the zone. I'm not making that stat up. It was produced by the analytics company hired by the NFL. If somebody is 24 for 24, and then three games later, he has six points after 60 minutes against the Commanders. Don't you begin to say to yourself, maybe our defense isn't that great? Perhaps. And part of the reason is Slay. I tell you what, looking at his looking at his entire season here, that the regular season's over, it is staggering seeing the number of zeros in a row, 11 consecutive weeks without an it's interception. It's, it's wild. Al, big play Slay is now no play Slay. Yeah, and I think he's... Uh touchy about it obviously i mean well, you wonder why you wonder how old i mean has he lost a step is that the thing is what's happened is it the where he was of missing the year? a step when he jumped that pattern and didn't make the play i'll tell you that much hmm. i don't know what's going on with him but i know this if he does not play better in the playoffs if he does not get a big pick somewhere in there the eagles are going to pay the price they need him to play better and and bradbury here's what i've learned about bradbury bradbury is excellent in a zone. He's less good man-to-man. So you need Bradbury to do what he's done. Bradbury has still made a lot of plays. Yeah, Slay has done no- – I can give you no example of a great play by Slay in the last two months. Can you name me one? We broke up a big play. Bradbury broke up a couple on Sunday. Did you see Slay do any of that in the last month? Mm, no, no. the answer is no. Cricket. No, you no. no, you haven't seen any. So I'm going to call him out now in an effort to motivate him. You are now Darius. I love you because you're you're kind of mouthy. That's good for talk radio. You're no play slay right now. Do something about it. 
Thank you. Ava Graham. Yes. Let's get a final read on our first question and go to number two. All right. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Minor fender bender or major accident. Armin Chevrolet's collision center will make it right. Find your roads at ArminChevy.com. If you owned an NFL team, would you hire either of the Eagles coordinators as your head coach? 66% say no. I would just like to let that absorb. That is a victory for me. Thank you. All right. Let's move on. You're welcome. You lost that one now. Well, Which of the Eagles coordinators deserves a chance to be an NFL head coach? Gannon, Steichen, both, neither. Rhea, I think you're going to te- tell Steichen. me Steichen. Yep, Steichen. All right, Rhea's got Steichen. Al. Steichen. Steichen. Johnson. I'm going to say neither. And I'm with you, Johnson. Well, that's, that's, Shocking that's, for yeah, both of that's you. That's a shock. Ava. Yeah. Neither. See? Three correct, you know, two Ava. incorrect. Since you became management, you've been stronger. Oh, that's- She just doesn't feel like taking anything from you anymore, so she's going to agree with you on everything to make you happy. That would work. I know. That would it's work pretty me. simple. I mean, how long before I get that from you as well? Uh, about three weeks. Four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rhea just predicted the Eagles will lose it yeah. in two weeks. <laughs> that's in- I said three or four. No, you, she said three. I'm taking I'm all. <laughs> Rhea is not predicting a Super Bowl. I that's tell not you that. true. That's not true. <laughs> well, then that would be six weeks. What? It would be. <laughs> Wait, really? That long? <laughs> it would be six weeks. Oh, though. God. It would be late February. Oh, <laughs> I'll okay, just broke out in a sweat. Really disappointing. I have learned something that is very, very depressing to me. My own fellow workers are rooting for my I early ex. I think exit, it was six right? weeks. Jeez, God. Wow. Right now, Al's being picked up off the floor. <laughs> I think at least five, Al. Oh, maybe six. God. John's up from Philly. Hi, John. The divorce ain't final. Hey, good morning, everybody. How are we doing today? John, they all want me to leave now. They all want me to leave. My co-workers would like me to leave. Uh, well, if you leave, that means the Eagles didn't win the Super Bowl. So let's uh, let's hold off on that thought for a little bit. No, but this is what I'm getting. If it comes down to that, they'd rather the Eagles no, lose and get rid of me. That's not true. That they is held true. meetings yesterday, John, basically sifting through my ashes. Oh, no, we set them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> they blew them off the table. Go ahead, John. I'm sorry. No, no worries. Listen, here's my concern. Like, and I, I don't think that either of the, the coordinators deserve to be a head coach. But if I were to lose, you know, if one was going to leave, I definitely want Gannon to go because I think Gannon. I, I think he's a decent coach, but he's not the coach for Philly defense. I mean, he's not the attacking style coach that we all know. He's not aggressive. He plays a passive zone. I mean, he was so excited when Sirianni said, let me dink and dunk, because that means he had to change nothing. So, I mean, with that being said, I don't want Steichen to go because this is the first year that Hurts have had an offensive coordinator or a coach two years in a row. And, you know, he's made miraculous steps. I mean, steps that everybody didn't think he'd be able to make. And he's not only took that step, he's went two steps further. So, you know, I kind of like a little bit of stability. I mean, I know I've said before that, yeah, you know, the lack of the lack of run play calling is an issue for me because you know I, I I think that hinders us at the start of a game. But I definitely want Gannon to go, and I definitely want Steichen to stay. All right, but understand, all right, there is a position coach, there's a quarterbacks coach that is totally responsible for whatever Brian Hurts Johnson. does, yeah. right? And and Brian Johnson, and he to me. 
I would think the natural thing to do, Steichen would go somewhere else, and, and then him, Johnson right? yep. would become the coordinator based on the progress that Hertz has made this year. John, I'm not positive Steichen had anything that much to do with it. He's the play caller. Now, you could say, well, look at all the great plays he called. My sense there is Hertz did a lot of improvising to make big plays that Steichen was not dialing up. That's the way I read it. I don't think Steichen has done that great a job, and I think Gannon has sucked. Uh, and I agree with the Gannon part. I think the consistency with Steichen has benefited you know, Jalen Hurts, but I guess time will tell with that. So, I mean, with that being said, it's like, you know, we, we talked yesterday. I mean, over this two weeks, the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator, they got to come up, you know, with with the plan that's best for the Eagles coming into the next game. And the last three games, they haven't done that, or at least the last, yeah, the last three or four games, they haven't done that. And they really need this time to come up with something, you know, something that's going to benefit and, and play to our strengths. I will say this. The way it's set up now, with only one team in each conference getting a bye, is a tremendous advantage because somebody's coming off a tough playoff game and then they're they're coming to the link. That is a really hard thing. You better be a great team if you're doing that. I think the Eagles have an enormous advantage. If they blow this opportunity... It's going to be devastating because they may not get to four, they may not get to fourteen wins for the next thirty years. This is the year. Do it this year, John. Give me somebody great after thirty. Uh, I'm going to say a guy who led the major leagues in strikeouts at forty three, and that would be Nolan Ryan. Excellent, Nolan Ryan's Johnson. You have one. the list so far. I do so far, and this is because of Brandon Graham what he's been able to do this year. So far, we have Bernard Hopkins, Yamir Yager, Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Gordy Howe, Jamie Moyer, Wayne Gretzky, Albert Pujols, and Nolan Ryan. All right, when we come back, Rhea Hughes has been reporting this in the updates all day. Al, this story of who decided to cancel the Bills-Bengals game yeah. uh, um, a week ago on Monday Night Football because of what had happened to uh, Kamar, uh, Damar mm-hmm. Hamlin. Hamlin yes. mm-hmm. it's, it's a mind-boggling story now of people lying to mm-hmm. try to save their own hides. And I'll give you the update on what's going on because ESPN itself, it's investigative reporter. All right, welcome back. Uh, 841 is your time. There were a whole bunch of heroes on Monday Night Football a week ago that ultimately saved the life of Damar Hamlin. It was a phenomenal story by the medics on scene. They back had, in Buffalo, by the way, at Buffalo yep, General now. Back to, in Buffalo yep. now, doing well. Yep. Everything seems good. Uh, Who knows, someday he could even resume his career. But he is back on the road to recovery. And those medics, the people that were there that brought him back to life when he lost his heartbeat, are heroes. They're not the only heroes, though. Mm -hmm. What was going on behind the scenes that we now know, through a report by Don Van Natta, who is an investigative Mm -hmm. reporter working for ESPN, the network that was broadcasting the games, he came out with a report yesterday, Al, indicating that the NFL doesn't look great here, all right? The NFL from New York, Troy Vincent. You remember him, he played for the Eagles. He always thought he was really bright. He did not appear bright in this situation because when it was clear on the scene that those players were no longer able to resume a football game because of what they had witnessed, especially the Bills players because it was their teammates. Yes. And they saw the distress that he was in and how near to death he was on the field. So they were making it real clear 
at that point, they could not resume playing no. football. No. However, Troy Vincent in New York, applying the normal thinking of the NFL, was urging them to resume within 10 minutes. And he was sending that message to the people there. This is what the report indicates. Dawn Aponte is the representative of the NFL on the site right. at, in, in Cincinnati. And she says, no, there's no way they can play. They go to Sean McDermott, the coach of the Bills. He says to Dawn Aponte, if your decision is you have to resume this game, we forfeit. We will not resume this game. And then they got the support of the Bengals, even though in the end the Bengals ended up getting screwed. Yeah, yeah. Zach Taylor said he went over and spoke to McDermott. McDermott's like, I can't play this game. i got to go to the hospital. And he's like, we can't play this game. The Bengals mm. ended up losing a chance to be the one seed because they said they wouldn't resume the game, which would have given them a chance to be the one seed. They did not do it. The players stood up for what was right. The league did not. Out and fortunately, the league representative on the site who could see the impact of the thing said, We can't play the game. Wow. But then, that is the worst part. Then Troy Vincent comes out and makes it sound like resuming the game was never a possibility when he was the one urging that they do it. Yes, shame does not shame. make him look good. The well, comments, in there. yeah, is this bad? It's really ugly. Troy Vincent, who at one time I think would be a candidate yeah. to be the next commissioner, yeah. is now seen widely around league circles as a smacked ass. <laughs> Jeez. That's a technical term. Yes, it is. Apparently. <laughs> what a story, though, isn't it? And the ESPN investigator had to let people understand what really happened. Now, I'm going to take a wild guess here that currently – relations between the NFL and ESPN are not great. Frosty, you would say? I would say right now, if the, if you're going to a meeting with them, wear a thermal coat because it's going to be chilly. It's an amazing it story. Amazing story. Matt's up from the city. Hi, Matt. How you doing? Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure, um, Matt. What are you feeling? What are you thinking right now? Uh, well, I just want to talk about Jalen, and I'm con- and I was concerned about his press conference because he seemed a little bit annoyed mm. when I was listening to it. But I also I have a spin on it. I'm thinking that he felt like he was truly handcuffed and he lost his bid to, to really do what he could do just, you know, for the safety of himself. But um, I just thought that he was very annoyed during his press conference. He always is. Was- he never loves it. He never loves it. And I think what he was annoyed about was the fact that they wanted a lot of information on the arm, and he didn't want to give them any. Yeah, He he, True. right now, look, here's what it seems, here's what I'm k- taking from it. Johnson, if I'm wrong here, tell me if you agree. All right. He did have significant pain even Sunday. Yeah. There's still pain in the arm. And if he reveals that, it's like he's giving an opportunity for the next opponent to say, Oh, look, he's not 100%. We could take advantage of that. Yeah, I guess you could look at it that way. It's far worse than I thought it was. Yeah, much too. Matt, he barely was able to play. He he toughed it out. He spent almost all the time in the training room getting the treatment necessary 
to take some of the pain away. I mean, this is why I hate that I, I get even more disturbed looking back at that game plan, that play calling. It was because, awful. Because you know he's not right, and you come out you know, throwing nine consecutive plays the way that you did. No, it was absolutely a reckless decision so by Shane why Stein. play him then? Why play him? Yeah. Because you had to win that yes. game. The, it, losing that game was not an option. And, and you knew you had a much better chance with Hurts than you did with Minshew. Minshew played an awful game well, against New Orleans. Can anybody run the ball? They, well, the, yeah. But, Al, they, well, came yeah. out, they threw it nine straight times. Well, I, no, but that's but what Al I'm is, saying. If Al you have to right. win the game, you got to throw yes. the ball. So you gotta, well, give me your argument one side or the other. No, you're, you're 100% right that if you were committing solely to the run and only using the pass occasionally, you could have played Minshew. Yeah. But they didn't. Because they refuse to commit to the run, even at the peril of their franchise because quarterback. Because you have to win the game, so you have to throw it. Eventually, people are going to realize that the goal here is to win the whole thing. Yes. If you want to win the whole thing, you, have to you throw. simply yeah. have to yes. throw yes. the ball. But and when you play in a regular season, you have to throw the ball so that everything is, the timing's good, that everything Al, works. no one's you arguing with you, but what? in some of these games... Two runs and a half is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. And depending on a matchup, Al, <laughs> the Giants cared so much about this game, they brought a guy up from the practice squad to play quarterback. I, and the I fact that you come out that. throwing like that. I love that story, by the way. The, Matt, did you see when they showed the parents for David Davis Webb? What? Yes. What was yeah. going on with that empty seat? There was lots of speculation yesterday. There was? was the father. I missed oh, it. Oh, no. There was a ton of it. There was the father, the mother, yeah. an empty seat, and the hot girlfriend. And yeah, no one knew yeah. what was going on with the empty seat. Is there any chance that somebody went to the bathroom no. when they put the camera in there? No. It was monitored for four quarters. Oh. No one ever oh, it was sat. multiple times? No one ever sat oh. in the seat. Ow. You're with the parents of your boyfriend. I just don't even. You put a seat in <laughs> between it? Is the girlfriend like no, an aisle seat? Minute, and the girlfriend. Maybe they is... thought he wasn't playing and he was going to sit no, there. No. They... <laughs> <laughs> you know, if he wasn't playing, they left a seat for him yes. and he was the starting quarterback. <laughs> Matt, give me somebody who is still good after 30. Now, does it have to be an athlete? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's got to be an athlete. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then I'm going to have to say uh, Lionel Messi. Ooh. Lionel, Lionel Messi. Messi. Oh, my grandkids would agree with you. Here's my friend Betsy from Elizabethtown. Hi, Betsy. Hi. How are you doing? How are you, Bets? I'm fine, thank you. What are you thinking right now? How's Walter, your husband? Well, he went through a rough stretch, but now he's much better. Nice. I like it. I like it, Betsy. So, what did you want to say to that? Well, one thing that concerns me is the injuries that the Eagles have, like especially Lane Johnson and maybe Josh Sweat. Maybe Avani Maddox would come back, but um, that's the main thing that concerns me. We did. I got a little hope out of talking to Brandon saying that Avante Maddox took the boot off. Man, it would be awesome to get him back. He's always hurt. He's always hurt. If he's not, he's great. He's all over the field. Yes, I agree. I agree. All right, Betsy, over 30. Who you got? Chase Utley. Chase Utley. Mm. Nice. I He doesn't get mentioned much anymore. He does not. All right, uh, now imagine for a moment that I have uh, secured the services of Mr. Hugh Douglas, 
my uh, shotgun. He will be sitting in the shotgun seat. Uh, All right. And I will be driving in my fabulous, uh, uh, I have a SUV now. Okay. Uh, and, and then in the back seat will be defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. Driving him to you. We are driving him for his interview in Houston. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, it might sound something like this. Let's have a good day today, huh? Pipe down, Gannon. My old buddy Hugh Douglas is back. He's coming with us. Uh, I hope you're comfortable. These seats were made especially for you, Jonathan. Lots of cushion. Ah. Oh, jeez. Hey, Douglas, get in the car. Hold up. Who the hell are you talking to? Come on, you're my main man, Eunice Douglas. Where we going, man? Gannon, you know you, Douglas. He's a big, explosive, violent man. Whoa, whoa. Hold up. Who are you? He's a second-rate coordinator who almost lost to a third-string quarterback. <laughs> We're running him out of town. We're taking him to Houston. Uh, okay. Me and you, two strong males working in concert. I'll drive to Houston with you. As long as we can stop at a strip club. Oh, I've always wanted to make it rain at a gentleman's club. Let's go. We got to get him to Houston before they sober up. Oh, you driving out of our way, man. I always like to swing by my billboard on I-95 whenever I go anywhere. Um, Let me slow down here. That's peak male performance right there. You know there. what? You're still the biggest ass I know. Douglas, you handle the music. I don't trust Gannon. He'll dial up something soft again. I'm not in the mood for Kenny G right now. Yo, Angelo, you might want to remove the hitchhiker from the roof before we leave the state, man. Ah! Watch out! There are more holes in this road than in Gannon's defense. Oh, <laughs> uh, here's a toll booth. I'm going to need 75 cents apiece from you guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I Come mean, on, I... Angelo. Don't tailgate. Give the other cars plenty of cushion, just like Gannon's D-backs. Oh, Gannon! There's a fire truck. I hope one of your defensive backs didn't get burned again. You're going to wait till we get to Houston to turn that damn signal off? Whoops! Oh, okay, check this out. Check this out. There's a lot of strip clubs on our route. Seventh Heaven, The Crack of Dawn, and Rump in the Road. That's my favorite. Let me see that. Where'd you get this list? James Harden. Oh, oh. Strip club. Dead ahead. Great. I got the leak worse than Gannon's defense. Let me pull in here. Yeah, I mean... Jonathan, you stay here. Guard the car the way you coach your D-backs. Keep everyone at least 10 feet away. Stay tuned for part two when I make it rain with a roll of quarters. Crack of dawn. See, it's the name of one of the clubs. Huh? Oh. See Joe Conklin at the Parks Casino next Thursday with Jimmy Schubert. That's January 19th. For tickets, go to JoeConklin.com. I got my brother, Big Rob. Hi, Big Rob. How? How you doing? I haven't heard from you in a long time. How you been? I know. I'm I'm, I'm getting together. You know, my, my grandma, 92 years old, oh. passed away. Oh, Rube, so condolences. Yeah, oh, that's family. that's terrible. That's terrible, yeah. Rube. So, how yeah. you feeling now? You you getting past it? I know it's really hard. Yeah, yeah you know, just had to let it out. I know my big cousin, you know, he told me to don't hold it back. So I just been letting it out, and yep. you know, I'm glad I was able to videotape her. He's looking at videos, and you know, just just uh, <clears throat> treasuring her life. You know, because the reason I'm talking to y'all and have y'all that relationship because of her and, you know, all those jersey dresses I seen Beyonce, Rihanna, Eve wearing, she made those, you know, for me and Mitchell and that. So well, that's, that's it. They live through our memories now, Rube. That's the way it yeah. works in the world. And uh, she obviously left you behind to uh, carry on the tradition of the family. 
Yes, yes, and that fried chicken. Yeah, yes, sir. I like it. Big Rube, what yeah. else is happening in your life? Well, you know, uh, yesterday my buddy Jake is sending me all kinds of Jets memes that how they, they screwed us in the Pittsburgh for the playoffs. Oh. So that gave me a, a crazy smile and laugh and, and pissed at the same time because, you know, that with the Joe Flacco and um, they – We'd be right there in the playoffs with y'all, but hey. All right, but here's the thing. Now that the Steelers are out and you are a prominent chef in this area, will you become an Eagles fan for the remainder of these playoffs? Please believe it. There you have it, Al. He's going to be an Eagles fan. Please believe it. So, Rube, (laughs) when, when you're selling the chicken and talking football, you're talking now like, you know what, Jalen Hurts, he's going to win this thing for you guys, that kind of thing. No doubt. I was with Lane Johnson last Tuesday, ran into him at uh in Morristown thrift shop and the crazy thing, we looking at each other and I was like, hey, he said, Big Rube, you, you you forgot all about me? I know <laughs> him and his wife, so it was too funny. All right, now yeah. did he seem okay, Rube? Because we need him for the playoffs. He has abdominal tear. Yeah, he was walking around. He had those those you know those strip bands on his legs and arms. Right, you know he said uh, he's feeling good. You know what I mean? So, All right, listen to me, because your yeah. chicken stretches bellies because people eat a lot of it. No chicken for him till after the playoffs. Oh yeah, we we talked about that. He said after the season, there it he's is. coming to grub and then big time. Right. At that point, you tie on the feedback, but not yet. Yeah. Not yet. I love it. Big rope. How can people get your chicken? Well, you know, come holler at me, Chef Big Rube's Kitchen, Pitchers Pub on Main Street. You know what I mean? Follow me, Chef Big Rube, on Instagram. And, you know, I look forward to seeing all y'all. And let's start, let's Eagles and, you know, let's go to the Super Bowl. And how? And, uh, our condolences to you and your family, Rube. You're awesome. And uh, uh, remember your grandma well. She's a special person. Thank you, Rube. Thank you, big bro. Big room. 215-592-9494. We come back. We're going to talk Eagles with Merrill Reese, and then we're going to talk a little more about stuff that was in an article in Philly Mag, because, Al, I learned a lot about Merrill in the article. Mm -hmm. Merrill Reese was was doing commercials when he was eight years old. Child star. And he will attempt one of them when he returns on uh, when we come back. Meryl Reese does, which one is he doing? The, the cereal? I'm not, I don't the know cereal. which one he's doing. I think he's doing Ranger Joe cereal. Ranger Two one Joe. Five. No one even remembers Ranger Joe well, he's cereal. He's going to do the morning show after you're gone. Oscar Mayer Wainer. No, he's not doing Oscar <laughs> Mayer. one would be in love with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not doing. He's doing Ranger Joe cereal. 215-592-9494.